Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit, they like it here, they move here. And Harold Smith. In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community, is an excellent place to be from. And now, Rivertown Review, the podcast. Welcome to episode 23 of the Rivertown Review, the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And once again, we thank you. You have thousands and thousands of choices, places you could be going for your podcasts, and you chose to come here. And that's 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 no small thing for 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 us us out here in the middle of the the middle of the country. In the middle of quote unquote flyover country. Uh, yes. But if I do say so myself, we are one of the better produced. Humble domination. <laughs> yes. But I've listened to some podcasts that I thought were going to be fantastic, and their production quality was uh, yeah. subpar. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, you know, the, the, the uh, since the day job is in a radio station, we have, you know, professional quote unquote, you know, the, Broadcast highly, you know, uh, posh but not overly ostentatious broadcast facility. We here. also have a highly qualified person who happens to be on the radio. Mm, well, there's that too. Yeah. Yes. So, because I, I could, you know, I could probably, I have stuff at home. I could probably, we could probably set up as long as we have reasonably good acoustics. I've got the stuff at home. I could bring wherever and we could set this thing up. And just, we could do a traveling podcast. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> it's Rivertown Review. It's the road. On the road. We could just go up and down the river. <laughs> it would lose its, you know... Hannibalness. Hannibalness, the entire mm-hmm. point of the podcast. Mm, yeah, there's that too. We, it could be like sharing the love of Hannibal with the people of other river Hannibal towns. to them. Spreading the word. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We just need like a... Um, partridge family bus <laughs> there you go it's a we have a mission yes it's gonna we need do. to look like a steamboat that, oh yeah that's true that's true mm-hmm. yeah we still have to have to work on that yeah see just uh, well you know we start start big dream big yeah yeah they, I, I learned yeah. i learned a marketing term since you know you you since i'm in the room with marketing people uh, to one extent or another, I'm it, sorry that you have two of us here. At once. <laughs> well, I just I'll hold. I'll try to do my best to you know hold my own here up against all of this. Uh, but there, I heard a marketing term. The acronym is BHAD, B H A D, big big hairy audacious dream. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The uh, the town where I live in, over in Illinois, there they have a civic group now where they're trying to you know do an economic development. A little town like seventeen hundred people, and they're trying to bring bring business in and have events and that kind of thing. And the people, some college college educated people, came down and talked to them about it. And that's one thing they talked about: you have your goals, you have your missions, and then you have your behad, your big hairy audacious dream. Well, uh, and I was going to say, in, in acronyms, and I, and I try very hard to stay away from them, I have yes. heard I have heard similar things. I have heard WAG, the, the wildly ambitious goals. Okay. I've heard, um, yeah. oh gosh, I'm trying to think of some of the other acronyms that I've heard. Basically the same kind of, yeah, the, yeah, the same kind of things. The, mm-hmm. the yeah, ambitious goals, all debt, all debt. Well, of course, our our, our fa- be, being in Hannibal, our favorite acronym on a completely another subject 
is the Hannibal Area Home Brewers Association. Or as Bart Simpson would say, ha! Yeah, that, that that kind of thing. It's my and, personal favorite acronym, I think, probably. You, you, the whole wide Actually, world. I think one of my favorite acronyms is MUTS. <laughs> Music under the stars. Oh, that's right. Music under the stars. I know, but it doesn't have like the... It's it's not intuitive, like ha That's why mm. it's kind of funny, because you're like, oh, we were cooking for MUTS tonight, and people are like, what? <laughs> like dogs? You're like cooking for dogs? <laughs> is, I know. What is that going on? I think, I think that's probably... I think that would be... Um, an unintended acronym, Absolutely. but it's yeah. just way easier when people know what music under the stars instead of saying music under the stars. Like, oh, mutts, yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. You, and you have detected uh, if you're if you're paying attention, you've detected a third voice with uh, your spidey sense. There, uh, you might have you might have noticed a third voice a, in the room. A third voice. That is Mackenzie Disselhorst. She is the executive director of the Hannibal Area Chamber of Commerce and a a frequent listener to the podcast. I'm kind and of a podcast junkie. Uh, you told me that. I'm a little, little bit excited to be on a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Not not to the extent that Mary Lynn was said that, I that was know. one I'm of her goals in to, life. I'm just trying to contain my excitement. I might be more <laughs> excited than Mary Lynn. I just... Yeah, you're, you're you, you might just have a bigger bucket list, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because she said that was on her one of the things on her bucket list. Well, which... Marilyn and I have talked about doing a podcast, but you guys beat us, and you have a you have a purpose for your podcast. We were, <laughs> we were struggling a little bit to figure out what ours would be. So. <laughs> we want to do it. We just don't know why. Why? Yeah, that's right. What would we talk about? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, that's right. Which yeah, some of the people, if you listen to some of the podcasts out there, you you kind of come away with going, I wonder what the purpose of that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe one or two episodes of ours. I don't know, but uh, but well, not no. But- well, and I honestly, we do. I think we do a pretty good job of sticking to um, the fact that uh, you know, if you've never been to Hannibal, we'd mm-hmm. like you to come and visit. And some of our podcasts tell you about why. You know, some, there are some really interesting history there were some really interesting people here uh if you've been you should come back because of all of the changes um if you're looking to relocate Hannibal's a pretty amazing place we've got i've got in the hopper i've not sent the email yet but there is a fantastic fascinating artist who michael mentioned yeah. a couple podcasts ago i'd love to get on this podcast because yes it's just pretty nifty and me being the history nerd that i am last podcast was all about why hannibal was named hannibal and it has nothing to do with fava beans like you said and, and a nice chianti none of that although stuff. chiantis are always well i was gonna say that sounds like a pretty interesting connection maybe we could <laughs> it's actually more interesting pretend. than that mm-hmm. I, I listened to it yeah but- Chianti just sounds interesting. Well, well, Chianti is. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe the general drank something even more interesting than Chianti. I mean, he did cross the Alps on elephants. So, anyhow. We digress? Yeah, Are yes, we, we digressing? Do. That's it. <laughs> no, well, this is the first time today. <laughs> no. It, first it, time this minute. Di- digressions are us. That, that's, our, that's our business. However, the reason that we wanted Mackenzie on, and not only because she is a fan, although, full disclosure, that doesn't hurt your chances. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, just ask, just ask Mary Lynn. Yeah. Uh, no. We, a, we, we might have enough people to actually have a, 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 a full slate of officers in a Rivertown Review fan club now. I don't know. It takes, what, three, four? To, and we may have that many. You know, I, of course. 
Or as rabid fans. As as someone who has been on on well not <laughs> fan clubs but on many mm. boards, bylaws mm. are exhausting. Let's keep it. Let's yeah. keep it. Let's oh, keep no. it non-official. Oh, yeah, this would have to be a no bylaw situation. Yes. Yeah. Most this definitely. this is like uh, our version of the the lone wolf no club. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, where they don't they don't have officers and that stuff. They just a the bunch Rivertown of Review No Club Podcast Club. Right. The No Club Club. And yep. That's, that's it. I uh, like it. Okay. Uh, Mackenzie is in the business of uh, of promoting Hannibal, and it, it for those who do not, I can't imagine there are people complete sentences. I'll get to one here in a second. Uh, for people who may not even know what a chamber of commerce is, what a chamber of commerce does, uh, how about a just a kind of a definition first of all? Yeah, um, a chamber of commerce, I think, basically at its core, is an organization of business people that promote the business community. Um, and what that looks like in different chambers can be very different. But I think that's kind of the core like commonality that we all have is that we are in business for business, um, promoting the business community. And also, you know, just the kind of general welfare of the community in the area as well, because that all goes together hand in hand, whether you realize a, it or not. A healthy community equals healthy, healthy business environment equals growth. Right. Right. I mean, basically everything, everything we have in Hannibal and everything you have in any community is dependent on a healthy business community because that's kind of the base for, you know, you want great parks. That's wonderful. You want great schools. That's really important too. You want places to go out and shop and dine and have fun. Obviously those are businesses, but you know, it takes those businesses to support those things by means of employment, employing people, the tax base that businesses generate. Um, you know, parks don't just happen. Schools don't just happen. Ex- you know, great fire departments and police departments don't just happen by accident. I mean, these things take tax money and they take business people and they take leadership in the community. So anything that you love about Hannibal, you can thank the business community to some extent or another. Sure. Now, let me uh, add- when it comes to uh, the business community, you talk mm-hmm. about that, and uh, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here. There are organizations, there are groups, there are individuals whose whose job it is, uh, who take it upon themselves. When it comes to the econ, I'm thinking of the economic development people, people who work on um, courting organizations, companies right. to bring businesses to town. Um, so, so then the chamber's job is once these businesses are here to uh, do whatever they can once a business is is in Hannibal. Close? Yeah, close, close. Um, We're kind of, the chamber is kind of in between a visitor's bureau and an economic development organization. Um, We're not out there, you know, trying to recruit businesses to town necessarily, although we do play a supporting role in that sometimes when it's happening. Um, We're not out there to market tourism, obviously, because we have a CVB, but we tend to get a lot of those calls Mm -hmm. and a lot of those people stopping in. So, um, you know, the nice thing about a chamber is we're really pretty flexible in what we do. And we've done a lot of different things over the years, but I think the common, you know, mission of making Hannibal better and making sure our business community is strong and our community as a whole is strong and growing and prospering um, has been consistent since that 1894 origin of the chamber here in town. So that, that was my next question. Yeah. You, the, the chamber has been a big part of the Hannibal community for a very long time. 
Yeah. I knew Megan would want to talk about history. 1894. So. That's a long time for a chamber. That's a long time for a chamber. Um, it started as the Hannibal Commercial Club, and there have been some different name iterations over the years. Um, I think at one time it was like a businessmen's. Uh, you know, so we have our women's network lunches now, which occasionally I get some pushback from men. They're like, you have a women's lunch? I'm like, look, you had a whole organization. <laughs> you had the whole, For several the whole years. thing. We that can just, have some lunches, okay? Just, yeah. give, give, give us a lunch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you want to have that debate, let's have that debate. <laughs> Otherwise, just go I, eat lunch. I, I, you I, might I'm, have hit upon your podcast. Yeah, yeah, just I'm, saying. I'm, throwing I'm, it out there. I'm backing away. I'm... I'm <laughs> Yeah, the, the the estrogen level just went. <laughs> so you I'm, are outnumbered in yes, here right now. Yes, I am. Well, and and you hit upon <laughs> you hit upon a good point. You know, you have so many different um, things that you do. I mean, you are an office of two, two? Mm-hmm. Um, with of course um, a board and and great chamber ambassadors. But as far as paid staff, you are. Yeah. Two, Um, but you guys have done some really and are doing some really amazing, amazing things. Um, And like you said, every chamber in every town is different. People might have heard of a chamber, but I think you gave a great kind of um, what I would call an elevator speech, a little 30 second of like what a chamber in general does. Um, But we definitely want to give you an opportunity to kind of share some of the things that that. that you as a chamber or you and your board have been working on some things that, um, you know, just because you've made great progress and I'm not going to steal your thunder. Tell, tell <laughs> well, us I'll about let you it. Brag. That's you tell us about it. Yeah. The, the, the first thing that comes to mind, you talked about it, the, the term chamber ambassadors. Yeah. To me, I mean, you, you know, Megan talks about, you know, a staff of two and I'm thinking about all of the things that you do. And a big part of making all of that happen is the ambassador. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, first of all, we've got a great board, so no disrespect to our board because I've been extremely fortunate to have fabulous leaders on our board, but we have a group of ambassadors. It's about 40 people. And they are really the ones that allow us to do more than a two-person staff could do. Um, They're at the ribbon cuttings. They're at the business after hours. They help with our fundraisers. They help greet the riverboats when they dock here. Um, You know, just extending the chamber's presence way beyond what Sherry and I are able to do on our own. And so that's really important. The other thing, I mean, they're a great group of people. Like, they're the people you see out in the community. Um, They know what's going on in Hannibal. They love Hannibal. They're naturally inclined to make sure that other people are informed about what's going on and especially the good things here in town. And that's really a breath of fresh air in, in this era. <laughs> in, yeah. in, in, the, in the social media era, it's always uh, nice to have well-informed people saying positive, factual things about your community. Right, right. And so that's actually kind of one of the changes we've seen over the last few years. I mean, as our ambassadors have always helped the chamber tremendously, but, you know, we've kind of realized in the past few years it's important to give a little bit back to them. I mean, not in terms of they've always gotten, you know, recognition and certainly a, a networking opportunity for themselves and their business above and beyond what most people get. But, you know, really just kind of feeding them the information that they need so that they're hearing it first. They are in the know, um, making sure that they're getting all the opportunities to know what's going on in town and 
get inspired and get motivated and have that accurate information. Right. So when somebody says, aren't you a chamber member? I heard about this. What's, what's this? They, well, they have that information. Right. No, actually that's, that's incorrect. What is happening is this and, and this. Which would so. seem to be even more of a challenge in this day and age with social media and with, with instant information. Absolutely. And this, we're not talking in the barbershop or over the back fence anymore. It's, right. it's instant. It's right now true or false it's out there yeah and, and it's and it's you guys have sometimes got to got to you know pay you know, run damage control sometimes yeah. yeah yeah and that's been that's really been an interesting dynamic in the last few years too is you know when there's stuff on social media about Hannibal that's just absolutely untrue or you know unflattering is different but untrue is another thing you know do you respond to that as a chamber or do you have people that are in the know that respond to that individually and that's something we could probably have a whole well and, and that yeah and, and then that also goes with you know <laughs> you know legal repercussions oh, yeah. or board yeah. review yeah. so They're, yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a brave new world that we all enter into mm, oh in, yeah we are we are all all of us are in that to one extent or another be being behind a microphone and with the additional platforms mm-hmm. online and all of that too yeah to to get it to get it right and of course in in the news business so many news outlets anymore it's more about getting it first than getting first. it right yeah and we we know all about that but all you have to remember is the the, the memes you can find on the internet that say <laughs> don't believe everything you see on the internet and it'll be attributed to attributed like, to abraham lincoln or albert einstein or, or einstein like yeah. or thomas jefferson uh, yes. uh, case uh, in point uh, case yes and we rest our case. Yeah, and and that's that's where we 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 haven't done an episode yet on on uh, Mark Twain quotes. Did he say it or not? Oh my goodness, uh, Megan could. That's probably... because he doesn't want to kill me with high blood pressure. <laughs> honestly, uh, that's right. Yeah, it was it was bad enough the the Val Kilmer episode. That was uh, yeah, although yeah. <laughs> although I'm to- although I'm told that uh, Megan didn't have enough coffee that day to really do what she like to have done so uh that was that was a whole nother blessing thing. in disguise no, I'm just kidding. Mm, no 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 that um, was that yeah was... it's that's that's Bless interesting sometimes heart. i walk into mm-hmm. a place in hannibal that has a mark twain quote on their wall or whatever and it breaks a little piece a, a little quote. piece of my soul breaks <laughs> off every time and i know i've talked about this before but many many moons ago in 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 graduate school i was a museum studies major and i helped with the mark twain boyhood home and museum at the time they were redoing the boyhood home in the interpretive center and so i lived and breathed young mark twain for Mm, about two years Mm. so i feel like i have a relatively good gauge when i see a quote i've read enough mark twain i've studied enough mark twain maybe maybe that could be a uh it could it could be like a um a game show format like did he say it did he say it or not yes we'll get get a buzzer ready or something like that (laughs) or something that would be a really good trivia category for the mark twain museum so Ooh, Melissa, I would Henry. dominate on that yeah. one. Yeah, and, Megan and, has and, to and sit no, out that round. And absolutely no humility involved at all in that. There in wouldn't that be dominance. humble domination. That would just be <laughs> no, just domination. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. So, so <laughs> skin um, would turn green. All, and everything. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just Hulk out. <laughs> just uh, 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 if you're charting the digression, this one is <laughs> probably kind of high right now. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, our our digression <laughs> meter. Yeah, it broke a long time it, ago. It broke a long time yeah, ago. Oh yeah.
Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We want to remind you that if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Also, for comments and suggestions, you can email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com and visit us at rivertownreview.com and Rivertown Review on Facebook. So getting back to the <laughs> the matter at hand, mm-hmm. um, not just other podcasts episodes that we mm. want to do although thanks for that because that would be a good yeah, one it would. Um, mm. I again I think that you um, I, I want to really give you uh, the opportunity to and um, talk about some of the things that your that your board and and you and your staff have done that I see I mean remember if you're not from Hannibal we are a town of under 18,000 people um, we of course are are on the Mississippi River Famous for Mark Twain, um, for Molly Brown. We have a wonderful historic district. But in my mind, you guys are doing some really um, progressive things considering how far away we are from uh, large metropolitan areas. Like metropolitan areas, they might think, oh, well, yeah, that's no brainer. We we are... um, we are a different. We are a horse of a different color, yeah. and um, and so I, like I said, just a couple of the a couple of the things that um, yeah. that you're especially thing, proud of. One thing that comes to mind, you know, when you say that, and I feel like this is very Hannibal-ish. <laughs> I mean, this is very representation of our history and like just how things kind of happen in Hannibal. Um, you don't always think that we might be the first at something, but mm-hmm. oftentimes when you look in that history, it's pretty impressive that we were. Um, a couple of years ago, we launched Young Entrepreneurs Academy, and we were the first chamber in the state of Missouri to do that. And so that's pretty exciting. I mean, I mean everybody, I'm, well, not everyone, but St. Louis, I'm assuming, has a right. chamber. Right, absolutely. Like multiple chambers. Kansas City. Right. Mm-hmm. Other large metropolitan areas. Springfield and Rolla. Yeah, Springfield, and, Rolla. And, uh, St. Joplin and, and yes, Joplin, yes. All yeah, of them. absolutely. Large but, cities. But, but the first one in so, Missouri to yes. do a Young Entrepreneurs first Academy. First Young Entrepreneurs Academy in Missouri, brought to you by the Hannibal Chamber of Commerce. Um, and what that program looked like was it was a, about a 30 week program for high school students that took them all the way through the process of starting a business from the very beginning of, you know, vetting ideas. Is that an idea or is that an opportunity? Is that, you know, viable? What are you passionate about? What's realistic for you? Um, some students came in knowing exactly what they wanted to do. Others had absolutely no idea what they wanted to do. So kind of going through that process of generating ideas to pitching to an investor panel at the end, getting seed money to start that business, getting their business license, and actually getting out the door and operating um, within 30 weeks. It was pretty intense for high school students. Yeah. It was pretty intense for adults. I was going to say, that's, that's intimidating for um, adults, I mean, right. to, to create an, a business idea and then go through all of all of that. Right. So. Yeah. And they did some things like we were talking before the podcast actually started about elevator pitches. Um, that was one of the things that they had to develop an elevator pitch. A, for themselves, and then B, for their business when they got that developed. And we put them in the elevator at Hannibal LaGrange in the administration building. And they actually went up and down the elevator with different people getting on and off that obviously we coordinated the people that were getting on and off. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, giving them a true experience of what it's like to have to sell themselves or sell their business within 
30-ish seconds. Yeah. Like to, going to, up yeah, to me, the, the unique thing about this, and you and I talked about this uh, on the air when you mm-hmm. first started started this up. Yeah, you will see little exercises in school classes or something like that where they, they, they play act this stuff and they have some kind of an tabletop exercise mm-hmm. or, or something like that, but it's all pretend. Yeah. This, is, this is not pretend. Yeah, this was not pretend. I mean, they had to... They had to get an, an EIN number, um, you know, some of them are not 18 yet. So their parents had to sign. I mean, it's, it's real. It's not a fictitious yeah, and this activity. Was, and so. this was a, and this, this was when it came to, to pitching it to potential investors mm-hmm. that for people that know Shark Tank, this yeah. would be a variation of that. Yeah. It was a Shark Tank style investor panel, slightly more friendly. Our investors didn't get <laughs> we're, quite we're, as. We're along the Mississippi. So maybe like catfish style. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a catfish tank. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Now we got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, still kind of large and scary, but yeah, but won't rip you to bloody shreds. Uh, that's right. Might, might bite you, but won't draw blood. Right, exactly. Yeah, just just nip at you a little bit. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's something that we ran for the past two years. We've had not a great number in terms of quantity of students go through it, but the quality of students and the businesses that they produced was amazing. Um, we've, we have one young man that enlisted in the army, which is amazing. Mm. So he's obviously not running his business right now, but everyone else is pretty much running the business that they created. Obviously things change a little bit over time and they've had to make some adjustments. Um, most of them are still in high school, got a couple in college now, but they're running this while they're a full-time student. Um, one young lady in particular, and I, if you've heard me talk about young entrepreneurs, you've probably heard her story, but she came in um, from one of the rural community schools surrounding Hannibal, not Hannibal students. She did not know anyone else there. Didn't talk to anybody for about two weeks. You know, when she started, had her baseball cap kind of pulled down. We all remember high school. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she said, I want to make magnetically infused orthotic inserts for shoes. I'm like, okay, that's interesting why 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 do you want to do that well she had a family member that needed orthotics and also was benefiting from some of the copper and magnet bracelets that increase circulation so she thought why not put those two things together which i mean there you go solving a problem that's what entrepreneurship and starting a business is about find a need and fill it yeah yeah so she was in our first class this is almost two years later from when she started. Um, she produced her own prototypes. She built a vacuum suctioned heat, I don't even know what to call it, like contraption <laughs> that she could mold to people's foot shapes, make a plaster kind of cast mm-hmm. and mold the inserts. Built this all on her own. Talk about Pinterest fails. This would not be a Pinterest fail type of episode, but it was absolutely incredible to see the progress that she made going from this idea, making it herself. Then she starts cold calling manufacturers, of course, have them sign off on a non-disclosure agreement so they hopefully won't steal her idea. Mm-hmm. There's always some risk of that, even yeah. with a good agreement in place. Yep. But she has spent actually basically a year since her class graduated, if you will, um, cold calling manufacturers. And she sent me a text probably about a month ago and said, I finally got my prototypes from the overseas manufacturer. I can't wait for you to see them. 
you know, I'm still working on this. I think it's actually going to go now. And what she found, actually a lot of people, she had a lot of no's for sure, but a lot of people did take time to talk to her, but the magnets were causing a problem in production because of all the metal equipment in Uh manufacturing facilities. Uh They were sticking to things. Of course. course. It's it's a magnet. Right. It's a magnet. (laughs) They do that. So she had a lot to work through there to find a manufacturer that was willing to work with her and get through that process and be able to manufacture it without pieces of it flying and sticking to the metal. So Yes. Not a good thing. So, yeah. Just and she still will say, you know, she'll send a text or email periodically and say, I just want to thank you guys, you know, for giving me this opportunity. I never would have done anything with that idea. And those are the things that keep you going every day. You know, the stories like that, that I mean, making a difference in somebody's life, regardless of what that looks like. There are so many agencies that do that, obviously, in town. But that's a that's just a neat feeling to know that you played a little role in somebody going through and it could have always just been a dream and even if she doesn't sell one single pair of orthotics yeah the experience she's gotten i mean what high school student cold calls manufacturers if you can do that there's nothing you can't do oh no yeah 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 if you can do that if you can yeah cold call these people with some some off the wall, not off the wall, right, obviously, but, yeah, but still, yeah, to be, to be able to do that. that. Is, yeah, that is the definition of a cold call. I mean, yeah. that, yeah, yeah. this is what I... Especially w- when, you know, we're kind of in an era of young people not wanting to talk on the phone in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we had to address that quite a bit through young mm. entrepreneurs, too. We had real-life phone call training. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, and I think that the the young entrepreneur... Uh, entrepreneur um, program has it seems like it has developed into um another need in in this community yeah yeah so we're taking a little bit of a hiatus on young entrepreneurs right now um we found that maybe we were a little ahead of the game on that and this market doesn't have Mm. that many young entrepreneurs every year year after year so what we also heard through that program is i wish you would have done this for adults or where was this program when i was developing my business or where's the adult version of this well, we're not creating an adult version of this. So let me kind of dispel that myth um, right away because I don't know too many adults who can spend every Wednesday night for 30 weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're serious about it, it's going to take that kind of time, but maybe it needs to be on your own schedule. On your own schedule. Yeah. So we are, our board is currently looking at how do we support entrepreneurs? How do we support a culture of entrepreneurship in Hannibal? Obviously, we're built on that. I mean, think about what makes Hannibal Hannibal. It's the unique things. It's the mom and pop businesses. It's the people who have started something here. Um, No disrespect to our chain stores. They play an important role, too. But that's not what makes Hannibal Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we really want to foster that into the future. And that takes some support. Um, We're looking at some different training opportunities that maybe don't require that 30 week commitment week after week, um, putting together some groups. And we talked about our women's network a little bit, putting together entrepreneurial, maybe pods for lack of a better term. Um, so that people who have common goals and common challenges can come together and have kind of a safe environment to discuss those things in, um, learn from each other, share resources, those are a few of the early stages of, of what's next for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think that's you basically just kind of, um, to me, defined incubator. I mean, yeah. I, I really feel like at least, especially in Hannibal, the chamber um, is is kind of, of 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 an incubator. You're a resource. Somebody can come and say, "This is what mm-hmm. I want to do," and if you don't do it, you have the information or uh, to show them who they can talk to or right. what organization. Um, maybe it's USDA. Maybe it's um, Missouri Extension. Right. But but having that resource um, is mm-hmm. yeah, and that's vital. I mean that's probably that's where my heart is is connecting people. I love it when we are able to connect someone with a resource that they need, or connect someone with another person that ends up you know, being important in their business or their life, not like a matchmaker, that's weird, but, you know, like a mentor thing or a... Yeah, and Harold and I talk about this sometimes outside the podcast about people in Hannibal think that there's no one else to meet in Mm -hmm. Hannibal. You know, it's a small town. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. That's another thing the chamber does is the the networking opportunity. Yes, Mm -hmm. every, and I shouldn't be surprised by this because I'm the one that you know, tells people that there are people that are amazingly <laughs> worth meeting. But every time we have an event, I see someone meet each other. And I I actually can't believe that they did not know each other before. You know, they're both active in the community. Um, I'm like, how did you not know each other? Mm-hmm. So we do fall in. I, I feel like sometimes Hannibal falls into that trap of, oh, it's the same 20 or 50 people that kind of show up to everything. They yeah. show up to... It's not. It's not. It is really not. No. So, yeah, connecting people, whether that's with a resource that they need, another agency, um, a person that just makes sense in the direction that they're going in and can help move them forward, that's that's kind of the heart of chamber and networking and what we really love doing. So. Yeah. yeah. And this, this little old river town of 18,000 people, and the, the people... I mean, the, the list that we, when we first started this, the list of people, the list of topics, of course, McKenzie was on that list because we, that's why we figured we had to do this. There are so many neat people in this community with good things to share mm-hmm. and, uh, and good ideas, or they might, they might have a, an idea for a business or they might need, um, to connect with someone who can help them either, um, business or they're just looking for a company or a business that does a certain thing. Right. Sure. That's what the chamber is for, and I think um, that's that's I think one of the reasons we we're so happy to have you here is because you hear maybe maybe people don't hear Chamber of Commerce. I've heard Chamber of Commerce, but it's like yeah, it's it's, it's the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Of course it is, Dave. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You whether it, it's, it's whether it's, it's business or just Information Central. Uh, you, yeah, which some days were that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that hey. could be a podcast in and of yeah. itself. Oh yeah, oh we could all we could oh. all all of us could probably do Stra- a strange informa- phone calls episode. In, can we do in, that? Can I come back? We, we could. Oh, we could do a strange. Definitely. Hey, amongst we, us, we could do that. You, we could so do that. On our on our weekly radio show, we just talked about the woman that contacted our office to want to just she was just making sure. That the Halloween parade was going to be starting at six p.m., not six a.m. Because yeah. we just we just had six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, silly us. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you got you got to ask the question. Yeah. We are the you know the resource we for information. We have a lot of parades. We do <laughs> have, and we also have a lot of parades in Hannibal. That is true. Good. That is true. We, yes, yes, we most definitely do. And but there's only one podcast. And, and that's that re- we know of that, so that, we're, that we're aware of so far yeah although i think we're giving people ideas now actually i would like to say we are the number one podcast in hannibal that's right that's right 
Yes. Don't you agree, Mackenzie? We are, we are the top podcast in Hannibal. Yes. I mean, that's what happens when you have some marketers in the room. Uh, yes. Yeah, you... Just don't ask us who the second one is. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, we, we couldn't tell you. I could probably throw a really bad one up there if that would make you feel better and yeah. claim your position, solidify <laughs> your number one. No, nah, nah, don't do that. <laughs> nah, appreciate the gesture, but no, nah, that's, that's okay. We'll, we'll keep on with the humble domination, um, ignorance and confidence. Mm, uh, right, Because right now we're trailblazers. Uh, that, yes, we are. Yes, we've, it's made us you know, tw- 23 episodes and, and, and counting. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Lord, Lord willing, uh, and and almost almost six months in, uh, just, yeah, we were all even you know shaking our heads in wonderment at all of that. Uh. Most definitely, and we couldn't do it without you. Again, thank you to our listeners. Um, we always always welcome your input, your ideas. Um, get a hold of us at RivertownReview at gmail dot com. Um, you can go to our website, rivertownreview.com, if you're wanting to listen to us on the computer. If you're not already, uh, you know, if you if you have people that don't, maybe you have friends and family that don't have smartphones and they don't listen to, you know, their podcasts on their on their iPhone or whatnot. Yeah. Share the love. Yeah, and if you want to keep up not only on the podcast but on things going on in Hannibal, uh, we Rivertown Review on Facebook. Betcha. Follow what's going on. Mackenzie, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And that is episode 23 of the Rivertown Review podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.